Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Tuesday, September 5th. I'm Steve Baker. It didn't take long for Sacramento teachers and others to get a raise last month. More on that later, but first, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, sunny and a high of 80 degrees. Tonight, clear, low 57. And tomorrow, 80 degrees and sunny. Sacramento, today, sunny and a high of 88 degrees. Tonight, clear and a low of 61. Tomorrow, 89 and sunny. And for Truckee Tahoe, today, widespread freezing fog before 8 a.m., sunny with a high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low of 40. Tomorrow, 71 and sunny. Placerville today, high 82, sunny skies. Angels Camp today, mainly sunny, high 88. Now, this seemed like a very important story from the Sacramento Bee. One day before classes were set to resume, teachers in the Sacramento City Unified School District received a 10% raise retroactive to July 2022, the result of an uncharacteristically speedy negotiation between the district and its teachers' union that was announced last Wednesday. The teachers' union and district officials began negotiating earlier last month on a contract reopener before coming to an agreement on the ongoing salary increases, along with 6% ongoing raises for those educators who provide critical services to our students, including special education teachers, education audiologists, school nurses, social workers, and school psychologists, district and union officials announced in a joint media agreement. The raises ensure that employees represented by the Sacramento City Teachers Association, SCTA, remain the highest compensated teachers, counselors, librarians, nurses, social workers, psychologists, and language, speech, and hearing specialists in all the greater Sacramento region, the district saying in a joint statement with SCTA. The daily substitutes pay in the district also will increase to $355 a day. After years of acrimony, including a 2022 strike that shut district schools down for eight days, the messages in Wednesday's announcement were remarkably cordial. District officials wrote that the sides began negotiating this month, quote, with a commitment by both the district and SCTA to work in a collaborative manner. And they did. Midway through a Zoom news conference Friday morning about joining the Atlantic Coast Conference, UC Berkeley Chancellor Carol Christ fielded the question on many people's minds. Could the financial concessions the Bears made to remain at the Power Five level force them to cut sports? Christ says there is no cutting of sports, at least on my horizon. According to a San Francisco Chronicle report, Christ is set to step down in June 2024, just two months before Cal and Stanford enter the ACC. Her answer Friday seemed to leave open the possibility that the Bears could eliminate some athletic programs when they endure the financial fallout of ACC membership. After the August 4th announcement of the impending departure of five schools from the Pac-12 conference meant the league was on the brink of collapse, Cal and Stanford scrambled for a new conference. With time running low and other Power 5 leagues expressing little interest, the schools made a significant sacrifice to land ACC invite. They would only receive a 30% share of TV revenue during their first seven years in the league. 
This was particularly a notable concession for Cal, which has the largest athletic department debt among U.S. public universities. With with travel expenses about to skyrocket in a league that spans the eastern seaboard and all current ACC members benefiting financially from expansion, Cal and to a lesser extent Stanford face a critical next 11 months. Both schools focused the past four weeks on finding someplace any place that would let them remain at college sports' highest level. With that much now assured, Cal and Stanford must decide how to maximize student-athletes' experience while competing in a conference with Atlantic Coast in its name. Crisscrossing the country for league games brings numerous complications. On top of having to log many more miles than most of their ACC peers and adjust to different time zones, Cal and Stanford athletes could miss a lot more class, a huge issue given the difficulty of their course loads. UCLA and USC, which join the Big Ten next summer, reportedly plan to mitigate travel concerns by spending eight figures annually on improved mental health support, academic tutoring, and flight arrangements. Charter planes have long been reserved for a small number of teams, but they could become commonplace even for those schools' Olympic sports teams. And this is possible because UCLA and USC are about to make between $65 million and $75 million per year in the Big Ten media rights revenue, well more than well more than double what they were receiving in the Pac-12. Cal and Stanford don't have such a luxury. They each will earn only about $8 million annually in ACC TV money for seven years. Some of the cash they forgo will be used to defray travel costs for the conference's other members. Some morning briefs. A study recently published in the Journal of Geophysical Research shows that climate change is fueling storms that have increased the size and frequency of large ocean waves, including those along California's coast. And the Los Angeles City Council unanimously approving a measure to regulate the leasing of RVs in an effort to rein in so-called van lords who rent the vehicles to homeless people, the Los Angeles Times reports. And a study found that the Tenderloin Center in San Francisco, which opened in January 2022 to help address the city's opioid crisis and closed in December, reversed 100% of its overdose cases. That, according to the San Francisco Examiner. Birthdays today include comedian actor Bob Newhart at, get this, 94. Meanwhile, we'll take you back to your Tuesday morning show with that rapping rapscallion, your host, Paul Emery.